Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snacker Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Sure are. Incredible, Mr. James. Greetings, loyal listeners. You are listening to the Blowhole on Insider Radio. On this glorious Friday afternoon, you have the pleasure of listening to I, James Radio, and my co-host Robcast rejoice about our second place Miami Dolphins. Um, there's a lot to discuss this week. I know it's an off week, but you know, Rob, a couple of weeks ago, I didn't think we would be in this position we're sitting in right now. So how does that make you feel? You mean us personally? Because I was going to say, James, you've been doing a pretty good job. It's, uh, you know, you've, you've steered us to a mediocre start here. Uh, I'm going to put the kid in next week. I'm, I'm replacing you. <laughs> I, I see what you did there, Rob. I see. I see. So um, we will get into, obviously, the big the the big news of the week, not just for the Miami Dolphins, but it's been uh, pretty big NFL news. And that is uh, two a time starting a little bit earlier than I think most of us anticipated, but I think at least the two of us are okay with it. Like I said, we'll get, we'll get into that further. Oh, I do. Dolphins nation. Dolphins nation is okay with it. Like, you know, you know, you hear you always get like people like wanting one thing and people wanting another thing. I think everybody is pretty excited to see two of start next week. Did you not hear me say we'd get into that? Oh, sorry. No, I, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I subscribe, but I, I but I don't listen. <laughs> anyway, I do want to touch first. First things first. Let's talk about last Sunday and, and recap. Um, that I mean, we definitely we dominated the Jets as we we thought we would. It was ugly though. It really wasn't. I don't. It didn't really make me feel good watching it. Like they didn't. They did not look good on offense. Like the Jets are garbage like that was awful it should have been like 49 to nothing but and we have this habit i don't even know if it's a bad habit but this team shuts down and gets crazy conservative with the our three wins have been three blowouts and in the second half they basically did nothing those games were over at halftime and the the third and fourth quarter were just running out the clock i just i wasn't crazy about the play calls like i like again like they didn't didn't really take any shots. Like it didn't seem like like it. It seemed like they were having a, a little bit of a, a struggle on the offensive line in terms of in terms of pass protection. Um, Fitzpatrick didn't look great to me. I just it just wasn't like offensively. Like they they didn't really look in sync. Like Jacecki didn't have any catches. Parker. Well, the tight end position was quite busy. Right, but not. <laughs> they had two touchdowns. <laughs> I just I wasn't I wasn't crazy about the play calling, and I mean again like this is. Like we're, 
we're we're two weeks removed from thinking that the season was completely over and this this was a garbage I'm, team. I'm actually I'm actually on the other side. And we're I'm, complaining about a twenty four to nothing shutout. I'm like, agreeing so with I'm, realizing what I said. I'm agreeing with you that I didn't think the offense looked great, but I'm not complaining because I don't think I don't think they had to try. I don't think they had to do much since the game was in hand so early. You know, their first three was it the first three drives they scored touchdowns, or was it at least two? I mean, it was it was over pretty quick. So and it the, was and it was obvious the Jets could do nothing offensively, which is another thing. The defense is looking good. They're they're st- they're getting back to being able to play man. Howard's looking great. Jones, you know, uh, Jones is back there looking healthy. The the defense is able to now show some of that flexibility. We were you know, we were promised. And it, it and again, it's Flacco. It's not even the Jets. It's Flacco Jets. It's like it's 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 it's, it's like ultra sucky. But but. You know, you play who's there, and and that's and it's pretty good. You know, we looked. Yeah, I I the feel like was great. Honestly, like I feel like had Darnold been in there, we probably would have got a defensive touchdown in this game. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you come out, you you get up. It's it's pretty obvious early that there's not going to be much of a fight coming. I, I loved how great was it that the uh, <laughs> the Jets get the ball. They take they take a shot downfield. Then they run exactly the same play and miss again. Like to st- right to start, I'm like, wow, it's going to be one of those, like, like it's going to be one of those types of games. Like that was just a, like, just it set the tone right from the beginning. It was like, this team has absolutely nothing to show us in this game. And then getting to see Gase on the sideline, you, you know, the entire game looking at his play sheet, like he's actually looking at plays. It's like, are you going to run the bubble screen or the deep pass down the sideline that Flacco can't hit? Like, like what, like that's literally all they did like the entire afternoon they had their third string running back. I think got in at one point Johnson, he had a nice run. I believe that was in the second half. I had never heard of that person before ever. And then subsequently Gase pulls him and, and doesn't use him again the rest of the game. He got gased. Does, yeah. Yeah. There's they, one- they, absolutely did um one thing i wanted to say about the about the play calling that you mentioned i i i kind of wanted to go back and look at some and look at the the first few games in running i felt like we were running a couple of new running plays the one where the you know where the line you know the line moves right and then it's a hard cut left and and it's by design because like Fitz is run, is out to like throwing blocks, so they know the team yep. knows it's going left. It's not like a running back decision. It's something I don't remember us running a lot of, and we ran that to some success. So I like I feel like they're you know they are adding plays, they're figuring things out. I like that this isn't a stagnant offense that they're that they're still working in f- figuring out what works. And and that they're adjusting, right? We had the game against Seattle where like you're not throwing deep, and then and then against the 49ers, they're they're chucking bombs. So I like that this that this team is not just doing a gaze. I've got my six plays and I'm gonna run them. No, they're they're learning, they're adjusting, they're they're and it, and it's exciting. Case in point, the uh the Adam Shaheen play where uh he's wide open down the seam, like you don't Right. <laughs> I hadn't seen that look before either, um, which was a nice play. I uh, set up a, a I believe that set up a, the was that the third touchdown I think that set up, um, so yeah that was a that was that was a nice play. Um, like I said, I don't have a I don't have a very clear memory of exactly how the game went down. I, I you know like which scoring drive was which. I know the um, 
the Preston Williams touchdown uh, was was a nice was a nice throw from from Fitz. He he didn't have a lot of nice throws on the day, but that was one of them. Um, and then there was the there was the interception he threw right before half, which really kind of irked me because that would have made it. You know, I mean, it was already blowout city, but that would have been, and that would have been nice. That was just a terrible throw. Like that was that was that was vintage bad Fitz, right? Like that was that's as bad a throw as I've ever seen him make. Yeah, um, he he can do that. He he can yeah, do it and, from time to time. Yeah, you, you kind of know what you're getting there too, um, but yeah, that was that was unfortunate, uh, you know, kind of to see that. And then Gaskin looked good in the running game. I thought, uh, you know, you, you kind of touched on that. They tried some new things uh, in the running game, which which seemed to work well. Um, but it seemed like the Jets were were committed to stopping the pass, or you know, making it difficult for us to go to go downfield and take those shots that we like to do. Um, there was a you know, Fitz did take the one shot downfield where uh, the safety may made that. But interception, uh, which was uh, that, you know, played by him. Yeah, um, that was. But it wasn't wasn't really a great throw from Fitz either. Uh, but still, a, a, a tremendous uh, tremendous play by the or, or tremendously lucky play by the uh, by the safety there. Yeah, it was. It was. You can't take anything away from that. That's just one of those once in a lifetime probably catches. Yeah, and then to highlight the uh, you know the defensive performance as you touched on. Byron Jones is, is, you know, clearly a difference maker for this defense. Like I, I know the jets are terrible, but um, just having him there, you know, the, the last two weeks, seeing what he means for that, you know, for, for Xavier Howard and, and that secondary as a whole, uh, you know, just imagine if we had Mika Fitzpatrick back there. Yeah. Who needs him? Although I was thinking of you this weekend, both Minka and Drake had big, you had huge yes, monster games after I, know. I after I blasted them for being being not as good this season, which yeah, you put them on blast. They were both. They I were needed both. the Drake performance, so it was a bit of a, a a reverse jinx for me that worked out. But I thought that was hysterical. I was like, I'm like Drake's having a huge game after because I saw Minka had the pick, and I'm like, oh, Drake's gonna have a huge game because I opened my mouth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean those are those are those are two. They're they're very good NFL football players. Um, but you know, obviously they weren't part of the plans for this team. So uh, I'm not going to lament those moves any further. I will, I will say one thing, which I don't know if the eye test bears it out, but I was uh, you know going through articles or whatever, and apparently like McCain is is scoring out at like one of the best safeties as far as like PFF ratings or something. Like he's he, looked he's looked much better. Uh, he was not like the for the beginning of the season he didn't like the first two games he was not very good like that buffalo right. game he was terrible well nobody was good in the defensively in the buffalo game correct correct um I, I don't know if it was him if it was his fault for that that play that russell wilson made in the in the seahawks game at the end of the half but but what oh, mccain's coverage yeah i still feel like he's playing out of position like i feel like he's a he's a nickel yeah he's a nickel back not a safety um but it's they they look as a whole on defense they look much 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 better um the uh the rookie safety uh brandon jones has gotten some run as well and he's you know flashed a few times he he dropped what would have been a pick six in this game um against the jets but good to see the instincts are there um i believe he also had a nice play in the in the backfield where he stopped the you know stopped to run uh Ogba looks looks solid on the in the pass rush van noy did not play in this game and they were still dominant, which I think is is good. And Van Ginkle uh, went out early. A positive, yeah. And Van Ginkle also went out early, but they were still, you know, pretty dominant up front. Uh, I mean, I, taken with a grain of salt, it's the Jets. So we are going into the bye. Um, 
And then at the end of the Jets game, that segues into the, the, the story that everybody wants to talk about. Tua comes in. By the way, before why why didn't that happen the 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 drive before? Why not give him some time to actually run it and not just take knees? I mean, I'm glad to see him, but I'm like, that could have happened with eight minutes to go or six minutes to go. I think that the Jets actually they actually mounted a some like a last gasp drive where they actually ate a couple minutes That's off the true. clock in between. Um, so I think, so I think that happens, which is actually, you're, you're right. Cause he, Tua was warming up and the announcers were like, Hey, maybe he's coming in. And that was closer to the four minute mark and the jets and, and they did eat up more time. They got like another, they got like the first third down conversion of the game. Or right. Something like that. But Tua got the second. That was another thing. <laughs> yeah. Another thing, by the way, the offense over eight on third down. We didn't mention that. That's, that's, that's not going to get it done against any other NFL team. No. Well, unless you don't get to third down, unless you go zero for zero on third down, you just score. That is touchdowns. true. I mean, they, did, they scored touchdowns without converting any uh, any third downs. So um, that, that's a good point, Ron. Um, anyway, Tua comes in uh, first play. Uh, I believe the first play was the naked boot, right? Uh, I believe so. And then then the handoff was second, and then the uh, then the pass to Grant. So uh, you know. I, <laughs> Not much to see. Again, it was the garbage of garbage time. Um, but he moved around well in the pocket. Both throws were right on the money. Uh, you know, take anything away from that. But he looked he looked healthy. He, obviously, he's not going to go out there if he's not. So It is the smallest and most ridiculous sample size to try to analyze in any way, shape, or form. But let's I'm do it. I'm not taking any ma- <laughs> making any meaningful analysis. Here. Oh, no, I'm just, but I, I'm saying let's do it because... <laughs> the the accuracy right the accuracy is what we've been told and and that naked boot he was like i we've all we've watched those two stupid throws like way too many times this week (laughs) but like when he was running and the and also though when a guy's running to the left you don't expect him to be lefty so you're like oh this throw never comes out and it was exactly where it had to be the ball was like it hit i mean it was the play did nothing. It was a garbage play. It was the greatest two-yard pass I have ever it seen. It did look good. I'm not going to lie. I was super <laughs> excited about it. And then the No, greatest, it was it was the, a very good pass. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, I mean, who know if if they weren't on the, you know, if it wasn't to the it was to the weak side, so that kind of like had it like right on the sideline so there wasn't any room for the running back to kind of cut up and go. Um, but you know, in a, you know, if they if they had if it was to the strong side and they had more more field like who knows, like maybe he's able to run. The the, the things I'm excited about now, and we joked about and and talked about like how how well Drake and and Fitzpatrick played. We actually haven't mentioned like how great Tannehill's been since he's since he's come in, right? He's We've been playing on it. Okay, well, well not maybe lately. not this season. This Last season, season we yeah, talked yeah. about it a lot. But like when he was here, and I'm not blaming him. I'm probably more blaming Gase and whoever else I want to. But like one of the things that always bugged me is like. He'd have that guy in the flat and hit him, or the guy would be open. He'd hit him, but he'd always make the guy slow down or adjust to it. Tua feels like with that accuracy, he's going to be able to be one of those guys that hits guys in stride. So yes. they make that they'll be able to make that first guy miss because they didn't have to slow up for the ball. And I'm just so excited when, to watch that. When Tannehill had his best games as a Dolphin, that was what he did well. He hit guys in stride, you know, like Jarvis Landry. Um, you know, Devontae Parker and then the few instances that he was healthy, like he would hit those guys, you know, kind of in stride and 
you know, he, he could drop a nice deep ball into to stills every now and again, too. Um, you know, and those those are the types of throws when he was when he was playing well and getting protection and, you know, having a running game and a defense to, to, to cover him like he's he's more than serviceable as an NFL quarterback. And that's what we're seeing. Um, well, but yeah. <laughs> I, I was I was reading an article or something. Since he took over, his numbers are actually comparable to Mahomes. <laughs> like, yeah, no, they're identical. Over, over, I believe yeah. they're identical to Mahomes. Yeah, over that stretch, which makes him basically since then the second best quarterback in the league, like more than serviceable. Now nobody's taking him over Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray or whatever, but I mean he's still he's hats off. You know, I'm glad to see it. No, he's he's in my eyes. He will always he is a he is a top ten quarterback. He was a top ten quarterback when he was here. Um, you know, he just he needs pieces. Like he's not like Mahomes can do things. Tannehill is not Mahomes. Right. Like I mean, I know the numbers kind of bear that out, but there's a lot of things you have to take into account, like game flow. You know, there's there, you know, injuries. Like Mahomes says, I think you know he did miss a little bit of time last year with an injury. Um, there's those those sorts of things, but I mean, if you protect Ryan Tannehill and you know he has decent to good wide receivers and he has arguably the best running back in football with a great offensive line, he will be successful. He is good enough to. He is that good. Like he's he was. We saw glimpses of that here. Um, you know, the problem was coaching, personnel decisions. And you know, and the coaching. Guy, by the end, like there was no nobody to protect him, so he was getting hurt all the time. And don't forget coaching. I said coaching, and also coaching. <laughs> so, Tua plays. Uh, you know, gets him the first down, then takes a couple knees to run out the clock. Uh, he had that nice touching moment after the game. I don't know if you saw it on social media. Oh, of course. He, he remained. He either went back out onto the field after everybody had left and, and started FaceTiming with his mom and, and dad while he was in full pads. Um, yeah, I can't imagine what that must have felt like for him after the after the injury and kind of the road that he's been on. Had to be a really really special moment and kind of you know hit you right in the feels. You know what I mean? Is it too soon to predict that even while missing the first sitting out the first six games, that bringing the Dolphins to the playoffs will get him rookie of the year? <laughs> so that's a great segue into the next part of this conversation, Rob. So then the news drops, uh, you know, as when Tua, when Tua was in the game, you could see Fitz uh, super excited up and down, like couldn't, couldn't be any happier or more supportive, which was just great to see. Fitzpatrick is a class act. I think we can all agree with that. Everybody loves Fitz. Um, you know, I've, you know, I, I tweeted from our, from our handle for the 40 people that follow us, you know, that he is, he's my second favorite Miami Dolphin quarterback of all time. What handle yeah. is that, James? What's that? What handle is that, that you tweeted from? At T Blowhole on Twitter. Ah, thank you. Yep. And uh, if you're on Instagram, it's the Blowhole Podcast. I'm starting to, uh, I'm posting lots of memes on there now, on, on the mm. Instagram, and stories for the kiddos. So if we have any young followers, Instagram's <laughs> not even for young people. <laughs> You're going to make a ticky talk, James? I have not made a ticky talk yet. I, uh, I I don't even know if you, I mean, I have ticky talk, but I don't know if I can do it or not. I'll, I'll see. Um, the company I work for owns part of TikTok now. I don't know if you knew that. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, yeah. So there was, there was actually a New York post article that came out yesterday about the, uh, the Walmart's advertising business, which was pretty great. Now everybody knows who you work I'm, for. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting off topic now here. So back to the, back to the story. So, 
this week we find out that uh, I believe it was on was it Tuesday that that Fitzpatrick is going to be replaced by Tua after the bye and the rest of the season it is going to be Tua's team you know barring injury or catastrophe. Um, a little surprising, uh, you know. A little. I was surprised when I heard the news. Um, you know, I was like one of. The, I, I saw it in the mornings because I'm on the West Coast, so it had already happened. I was. Uh, I was surprised. Um, I'm not against it. Obviously, I'm. I'm excited. I'm. I'm ready for it. Um, it's. It's odd because they're playing so well. But if you really dissect, you know, the way Fitzpatrick played in that Jets game, he didn't really play that well, honestly. Um, but still. Um, you don't you don't see moves like this typically made with a team that's in position to make a playoff run. But going back to the point that I made a couple weeks ago when we were worried about this team getting blown out by the 49ers and then it becoming to a time, um, I do think they have to see what they have in him. They need to see him play to determine what the re- the future of this franchise is going to look like. And we know what the future will be with with Fitzpatrick. You might make it to the playoffs, but you are not going to win a Super Bowl. So from what i've seen and and i couldn't really actually confirm if this is if this has been if this came from dolphins or not but it sounds like the plan was always the after bye, the bye week, week after the bye week <clears throat> and obviously the bye week wasn't supposed to be yet but when the bye week came up and even though Fitz was playing you know the team was playing well under Fitz they're like this is our plan we've always had this plan we're sticking with the plan and they're putting him in, and I and I think you know maybe the I think the Justin Herbert thing is helped them make the decision, right? That Fitz is way better than Tyrod Taylor, but that team went from God, don't let me watch this on TV to an exciting team. They're not winning, but Herbert's playing well, and um, I think it's to your point. We have to know. We can't go into the next draft not having no idea what two is going to look like, and. The whole plan was always to use the bye week to get him ready. You know, if it's against Aaron Donald, it's against Aaron Donald. Would it have been better to play the Jets, you know, for a second time in three weeks? Sure. But this, but getting him in now, I love it. Especially with the way the slate lines up after the Rams. Yeah, after the Rams, it's not too bad. Although I will say that Cardinals defense, I watched them on Monday night. They looked a little frisky, and that's who they play after the Rams. So they got, that's an interesting team the Cardinals, the Cardinals have. So, um, and it will be on the road. Um, but if you remember correctly, the last time the Dolphins went into Arizona with a rookie at quarterback, uh, it was a, a young man named Brian Tannehill who set the NFL record for, uh, for passing yards by a rookie in an NFL game, which was subsequently broken, I believe a week or two later by another rookie from that class, but still was still awesome. Like he threw for over 400 yards and a couple touchdowns in that game. I remember being very excited about that. So be nice to see if Tua can recreate some of that magic. Uh, obviously, first things first, the Rams coming to Miami after the bye week. Um, it's a little odd. I was like I said, I, I would have thought you know they would have uh, you know waited till closer to the end of the season. Um, I also didn't think that I didn't think Tua was really was one hundred percent healthy to be honest. But you know it, he looks fine. They're obviously not going to put him out there if he's not. So but, you know kudos to them and kudos to him. For, for the work that he did to be able to get here. It's, uh, you know, an amazing journey for him. Yeah, it's amazing. And and uh, all of us in Dolphins Nation are very excited to see it. I think so. There's been, I've seen, I mean, I've seen some sentiment on the internet about, you know, this being unfair for, for Fitzpatrick. I and- feel terrible for Fitzpatrick. I, I would love an alternate reality where we get to see what this guy could do the whole season. But 
I don't want to live in that alternate reality. I want to live in the one where I get to see what Tua does. Yeah, I don't, I don't feel, I mean, I feel bad for him in the sense that, you know, he came out and said he was, he was heartbroken and in pain. I just, I, I think you and I were talking about this before the show. Like, I don't understand how he could be like, like he had to, like, I mean, like granted the timing, like I get it. Like it's, you know, it's a little strange, but I mean, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that like he didn't like, like he knew he was getting replaced at some point and it could come whenever. Like, I mean, that's, that was part of. And I don't think he thought it was going to be this soon. And, and I don't think it was handled properly. Like, like we were talking, like, like there was some, maybe a leak or something. I think it hit the news wire before Flores got a chance to sit down with everybody and, and let them know what's coming. So I think that might've kind of leaned into the, the, you know, the painfulness of it is the way, the way maybe that he found out. Yeah. But you know, either way, like, I mean, he just seems like, I mean, he seems like such a class act that, you know, um, I, I know he's going to be supportive and like, I know he's going to be, course, you know, but he's a competitor. I mean, everybody wants to play. He wants to play. He wants Tua to play and be great, but he wants to play first. I mean, that's you can't you can't be an athlete at this level and not have that desire. Then you don't want to be out there every Sunday. So, we're obviously we'll have our our podcast next week where we're doing more of our you know our normal and we'll uh, dig into the Rams game then. Yeah, but um, but yeah, it'll be. Um, I mean, I'm overall. I, I think we're both kind of, of of the like i mean clearly you said it i mean just my my take is that i'm i'm here for it man i'm i'm excited i i'm very much looking forward to watching Tua play um i think it makes this season even more intriguing uh i really really love the uh the love the 16 games that we got to see ryan fitzpatrick play um you know he he did i don't i i can't think of a more impressive performance with less to work with than what he gave us last season um, and the first six games of this season. I mean, there's, it's more of a team. It's a better, much better team this year than we had last year. We can all agree with that. Um, but just, uh, you know, hats off to him. Uh, just, uh, you know, I've, I've loved having him on the team. Uh, really, really enjoyed watching him play. I wish him nothing but the best. And uh, I hope the rest of the season goes extremely well uh, for him and Tua and their relationship. It seems like they have a very strong one. Um so uh, looking forward to watching Tua play. It's going to be exciting. Anything else you want to add there, Rob, before we go to our break? No, Oh, except you said hats off to Fitz, but you never actually took your hat off, and that's insulting. There we go. Oh, God, put that hat back on. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we're still going to do – we're going to recap uh, Fantasy Camp and pick them, and then we'll do <gasps> pick them for the upcoming NFL week. We are broadcasting on a Friday, so we're not going to have the Thursday game preview that we normally do. Um, but please stay tuned. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to cars.com. It's magical. And we're back. Um, so a little bit of a different format for us this week. We're just going to recap both uh, Pick'em and Fantasy Camp from last week, and then we'll go into the picks for this week. 
Uh, no, no third segment, but um, kudos to Rob for finally showing up. Uh, he won all three games in Pick'em. What? Me? Yes, I did. And he also defeated me thoroughly in fantasy camp. So congratulations, Rob. Welcome to 2020. It's about time. Fantasy camp. Now, obviously, we don't have fantasy camp this week, but we can recap it. Rob, I'll throw it over to you. Kudos, my friend. Um, not only did I finally get a win because you have been destroying me all year, but you put up the least amount of points of any fantasy camp team this season, which means most of my previous efforts. This goes back to how terrible they were on offense. Well, true, except for my players. Uh, so (laughs) because my actually... You're right. My I this was this was like, not even my high score. I scored more last week in a loss than I did this yeah. week. So you had Parker first, and Parker only had the three catches for 35 yards, and he's always he's pretty much the perennial first pick of uh, of fantasy camp for good reason. So I countered with Gaskins and Williams. So Gaskins, we know. He had his 84 yards on the ground. He had his four catches for 35 yards. Williams only had the two catches for 18 yards, but one was a touchdown. So that was huge. Um, And those guys outscored your team. Actually, Gaskins outscored your team. Gaskins beat your team 14 to 13. (laughs) So you came, the Gasicki goose is just, that's, odd well actually his, his catch target. that's this is what i'm saying like yeah. i didn't like the offense didn't look right like it didn't look good to me well to be fair i mean the tight ends had a great game right with the with two touchdowns one one to uh to smythe and one to the the guy from shaheen chicago again, right? shaheen yeah so you can't hate that you can't complain about that and they and those guys were also getting a couple catches here and there but um but yeah, so your your Gasicki Brita did not do well. Brita, he had his four targets, four catches for thirty five yards and fifteen. Uh, Brita rushing. was my top performer. By yes, the way. well, Brita and Parker were the only ones of yours that offensive players that actually put up points because you because yeah, after, Bowden didn't play because Bowden I should, I should did, have gone with Shaquin as my flex. Yeah, that would have that would have helped. Um, and then I came, I came back with uh, Ford and Grant. Ford was also a donut, a big zero in the no catches. Uh, and this time Grant had the four catches for 48. So what did you make of that? Like Ford had been the other option at wide receiver. And this time, it, were they forcing Grant? Was it the defense? Like I, I... No, this is, this is what I'm, the personnel was different. Like when they're, Grant's part of, oddly enough for how small Grant is, He's part of their like more of their two their tight end package. package. Yeah, he's, like he's like it's like when he's out there, it's usually when there's like multiple tight end sets. It's usually in the big sets, which is odd. Ford is out there when they when they have it spread, like when it's Williams, uh, Parker, Ford, and Gusecki. Is like when it's it's more of a spread offense, which I think is a, I they're more effective and they look better when they're in that set. Um, but. Yeah, this... I'm not as angry about them I, oh, as angry. you are because, I mean... like, you're playing. If there's any t- game you could treat like a preseason game, it's when you're playing a terrible Jets team. So I don't mind pulling out the the less uh, the the less successful 
formations and working on them and seeing how you know what you can do and what works and what doesn't. So I do. I treat I treat these games as as, as practice. You know, once once you're up by three touchdowns or three scores at least, you know, it's practice. We're talking about practice. Yeah, and I'm. I mean, it was nice to see Grant get some get some run because I really do like Jakeem Grant. But yeah, he's he's more effective as uh, as an outside receiver than he's not a very good slot guy. They don't use him I've, inside that often. This so. and this this just is probably me projecting, but I feel like Grant because he doesn't get a lot of opportunities presses too hard and always tries to make the huge play, which makes him end up losing like that reverse last week, uh, last game uh, before this, where he lost 17 yards. It was a bad play and he was about to lose five or 10, but he kept trying to make something happen and ended up losing 17. Although I, I thought he was going to break a punt this year, this week against the jets. Oh he, yeah. He's, he looks like he's ready. Maybe it happened. After the bye. Yeah. I, I was so ready for it because, one, they were punting often, and, two, they weren't fair catch kind of punts, right? They were ones where he was getting ahead of steam, and he had a couple good returns. So I was actually a little surprised. Uh, not surprised. You know, I'm not surprised when it doesn't. But I was, ex- I, I, was, I was ready for it. It didn't happen. So the, uh, the defensive players, Baker had three tackles for uh, .75 for you. And then I uh, I chose Howard again, got another pick. So one one point two five for me from uh, from Xavier Howard, uh, which was good. Um, good to see the other Howard, Jordan Howard, uh, again a healthy scratch. And uh, you know it speaks volumes if you you are going into a game where the, the game plan was going to be mostly large sets, and he's not, and he doesn't even dress. So even, uh, even the announcers, I don't know if you could hear the announcers if you were watching it like at a bar, but even the announcers are like. I think this is the only team in the league where like bo- the two starting tailbacks are like under 200 pounds. <laughs> like normally there's the one big and the guy and the one little guy and, and breed and Gaskins are a little bit more cut from the same cloth, but it yeah. works. Gaskins runs more like a big back and that means slow, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, he, he had a nice game. He's I've, I've, been pleasantly surprised by by what we've seen from Gaskins. He's a he's a he's a good running back. Yeah. Um, cool. So getting over to the uh, the pick'em, you also won that. I took the Bills, the Browns, and the Panthers, who all did not cover. You actually um, begged me to take the Steelers. I almost didn't, but you begged me into that one. So I think you're... yeah, they they walloped the Browns. The Browns looked like the Browns. So back to earth there. I've I've learned my. I, I rode that brown straight as, as far as I probably can. So, uh, so yeah, you uh, summarily beat me. The Bills did not look good either. I don't know how much of that game that you watched. Uh, Allen looked like the Allen that we know and love so much. Um, and I don't – the Chiefs aren't that great on defense, are they? So the Chiefs have a defense that's great from ahead, right? They, they can rush the passer and they can make plays, but they, they can't really stop people, you know, if – Kind of like what I was saying, what our def- how our defense is uh, last year. Like if when you're ahead and you know what's happening, you can be pretty decent. So they're better than they've been, but they're not very good yet, or at this point of the season. Yep, yeah. So they, uh, I don't know, the Bills did they, they did not have a lot of offense in that game. Uh, it, I just, I man, I just, I'm gonna hate Josh Allen. Like, I mean, I just, I he's good. Uh, to a, to a point. I mean, I, I don't think they're ever going to win a Super Bowl with that guy, but 
I just, he's so frustrating to watch. I hate quarterbacks that like, you're just like, just tackle the guy and they just can't tackle him. It's oh, just, he's, he can, he's a playmaker. It's, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, he's squirmy back there. It's maddening. I mean, I just, I, I don't know how long he can, you know, keep it up for, but he's got, he's, he just has that knack. And I'll tell you what, if, if the Jets end up getting Trevor Lawrence and then we got, it's going to be, uh, yeah, that's going to be, that's going to be four games a year that are not fun to watch as the, as the defense tries to tackle these guys. It's going to suck. I will worry about that later while those yeah, guys are watching he Tua. Stays. Uh, did you see Roddy White urging him to stay so he doesn't have to go play for the Jets? I did not, but that's amazing. Roddy White is my new, uh, my new favorite uh, social media influencer for the NFL. I hope, I hope Trevor Lawrence heeds his warning and does not come out in this draft. Um, all right, so let's get into Pick'em for this week. I will. I have the games in front of me. Or did you just pull them up on the screen too? Yep. Cool. All right, so first game is uh, Buffalo and the Jets. It is the Buffalo Bills going into the New York Jets stadium, and they are favored by – well, they're actually going into the New York Giants stadium that the Jets happen to play in, and they are uh, – well, they share the stadium. This is not Giant Stadium anymore. MetLife Stadium is both of theirs. It will always be Giant Stadium, man. It's not even the same building. It's not even in <laughs> New York. I, well, neither was neither was Giant Stadium. True. Anyway, Bills favored by eleven. Uh, this line could not be high enough. <laughs> I, the Bills are going to just destroy them. I'm sure. <clears throat> right. Well, all right, well, let me put that to the test. If I gave you the Bills. Minus 23. That's not the actual line, though, but I would, I would, I might actually take that. Yeah, I know. And the fact that you're considering it is amazing. So, yeah, neither of us were, will ever pick the Jets this year, I'm pretty sure. Um, so that, that doesn't need any discussions. Yep. Next, the uh, Carolina Panthers plus seven at the New Orleans Saints. Um, the Panthers did lose last week to the Bears again. Uh, the Bears are... I will say this right now. I think this line is too high, and I like the Panthers. I think they... Uh, I, I'll take the Saints. You can take... Yeah, all right, this will be our first one. And I wasn't trying to force you into it. I just, you know, since you were thinking, I already knew. Um, that was, That's just a lot of points. Um yeah, I think this is. I think the Saints. I think the Saints handle them this week. Um, Here you Cleveland, go. Yep. You know what? Oh, the Browns. Oh, sorry. I I, I was. I thought you were going to say something, and then I, I realized oh. why we we're yeah. making a noise. Cleveland Browns at Cincinnati Bengals. Browns getting three and a half on the or giving three and a half on the road. I like your Browns here. I like the Browns too. I, I'm not. Uh, those the bang that Bengals team is not. I'm. I'm starting to have doubts about Joe Burrow. Um, well, not about him, but just the team. I mean, the team. I mean, it, oh, well, I'm, I'm throwing it out there. All right, I'm throwing it out there. I'm seeing some. Uh, I'm seeing some Darnoldish, Darnoldish tendencies from this man. It's too. It's too early to say like Herbert's the best quarterback that's ever been drafted, and it's too that's not what that's not what to, I'm saying. I'm no, saying you said that I'm last specifically night. talking about Burrow. I know. I'm and uh, my my concerns in watching him play football. I he understand. does not look. 
he just he just does like he has the look of a guy that was a dominant college quarterback that is not does not have the tools to succeed. Look, in the coming in, I was anti Burrow. I'm not a big fan of drafting like 27 year old rookie quarterbacks and and yep. whatever in the one year, but I think he's going to be fine. Um, that said, the Browns have to run the ball to make Baker look halfway decent and no one can run on the Steelers. So there, there was just, there was no, they, right. had no they didn't chance. have Chubb either in that game. Yeah. They, they had, had no chance football. last week, but I think they'll get back to running on the Bengals and Baker will actually look like not the worst quarterback um, when he has a run game going. Correct. Um, yeah. Speaking of, you know, the, the Baker Mayfield, that draft class now, whoo, <laughs> Baker, Darnold, Rosen, Allen looks like he's going to be pretty good, and then Lamar Jackson. Like those, those, those are the two guys from that draft class that are going to end up being the uh, the quarterbacks of record. But the other ones, and ooh, again, boy. And again, Not- a lot of the uh, this, I will always, I will always fall back on this. And Lamar Jackson is is a crazy talent, but going to the Ravens to a coach that could use him and build a team around him right. is huge. Like. Where these where these guys go, the later they're drafted, they went to better teams. It makes and that's what happened to Marino. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. In in in, you know, like if Darnold ended up with with Andy Reid, he wouldn't be Mahomes, but would he? But he'd probably be playing better football and be a decent quarterback. You know what I mean? If he was drafted, yeah, he would be much better than he is. That he is. That is correct. Um, all right, Dallas Cowboys at Washington football team. This line is only one. I'm the oh, so I'm 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 just going out there. I'm taking the, the Cowboys look so bad that I have to take them. I don't think they're that bad. I think they're not. I think they'll figure it out. I think they'll win this team this game against the Washington football team. I I agree. The Washington football team is not good. They're um, they're good up front defensively, but they're still they don't know what they're doing yet. Cowboys are just, they're bad. That was awful. That was um, bad. That was a terrible performance against the Arizona Cardinals, who are a good football team, but by no stretch of the imagination should they ever come into your building and do that. But they you. didn't even play well. Like, the, like Murray was terrible in that game. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, fantasy-wise, he was still great. But, yeah, not not a good, not yeah. No, he was missing throws all over the place. Yeah. Um, all right, next, Detroit Lions giving two points to the, the Atlanta Falcons are favored. The Atlanta Falcons had a double digit lead on Sunday and won the game. Can you believe that? Well, Rob? that's because I got a new coach. <laughs> They're a brand new team. The- yeah. They, they made the Minnesota Vikings look terrible. Um, I think we both picked the, uh, the Vikings to win that game last week. So, so don't listen to us. I think the lions win this game though. I do too. I actually like the Lions. No, I don't like them as a football team. I but I like. Yes, you I do. Like you Stafford. talk about them every week. How much I you do. like? Them. What I are think, you talking about? I think well because I love Galladay and I think Stafford's underrated. Like because so he's, you do like them. Yeah, I do. But they're a terrible team, and I hate their coach. But I hate their coach. Deion, what the rookie DeAndre Swift had yeah. a uh, fantastic game last week. He's still going to split carries, but it looks like they came out after the bye and are making him a bigger part of the offense. That was an obvious switch over to him. Yeah. Um, so look for, I would think a, another, uh, I mean, another large game from him is in order against this porous Falcons defense. I would think. Yeah. But the good point is, is that this Falcons offense can put up points. 
So I'm hoping I'm hoping for like just fantasy points galore out of this one. Yeah, there should be should be a decent amount. All right, the Green Bay Packers at the Houston Texans. Boy, did they look terrible against the Tampa Bay Bucks on Sunday. They did My look bad. Goodness, what happened? I think it's just one of those games. Yeah, everybody everybody has one of those games. Rodgers was he was being harassed. You know the. The Bucks had zero penalties. The most penalized team in the league had zero penalties. They were just clicking. It was just, I think so, it was just one of those games. Now I need to go back and listen to last week's podcast, but I did believe, I think I said something about the, the Packers struggling against good teams. Um, you know, they, they are, they, they tend to dominate, you know, bad teams, but they like, but then they themselves get dominated when they play like the class of, of their division. So like are you saying it, hammered them. So you're saying it's harder to play good teams. No, 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 no. I'm like, I'm saying they're not even <laughs> close when they play good teams is what I'm saying. Like normally if they were, if they were truly a good team, they would play the good teams close and not get destroyed. Okay. They have a tendency of getting destroyed when they play top competition. Question for you. Are the Houston Texans a good team? No. All right. Are, so that's we not both why like I'm, the just, I'm more. I'm still talking about what happened in the Bucks. I, I still think, and I, I actually don't agree. I don't disagree with you. Like they were three. They were thirteen and three last year, and they did not look like. No, a, but then they got hammered. Like right. they got just destroyed. No, that's what, the 49ers twice. I'm agreeing with you, but I also okay. don't. I still think they're a good team, though, and I think you know, and they're going to right. Beat I think the they're Texans a good and help team, our draft was, picks. I was thinking they were borderline, or actually, I wasn't thinking borderline. I thought they were a great team. And there, there was you're right. There was talk. There was talk about uh, you know them being. Are they the best team in the NFC? There were people like penciling them in for the Super Bowl, um, and I agree that. But again, it's early. Everybody like the Chiefs lost to the Raiders. We're not sitting here going, or you know, are the Chiefs terrible? Like it's just it happens. No, but it's, it's teams how lose. they lose. That's I like you. Under, you understand the difference, right? I ag- agreed with you already. I've already agreed saying. with your point. Right, but then you keep making other points that have nothing to do with the point that I just made. Like, the, the Chiefs losing to the Raiders is like, it was that was a close game, and the Raiders are a division team, and, you know. But I also thought the Bucks questioning whether or not the Chiefs are great. Like, the Chiefs don't get blown out, ever. Right, but the I'm also, but I think the Bucks, blown out. the Bucks played above their head in that game. Maybe, maybe not. They're, I think the Bucks' defense is actually... An elite NFL defense. I agree, but they're a, but they're a, a they're a dumb team that makes dumb penalties that usually end up hurting things, and they didn't do that. And at they don't all. know when it's fourth down, and they don't know when it's fourth down because they're old. <laughs> okay, so we like we like Green Bay over Houston. They, that's who Green Bay's playing. They're at Houston. They're favored by three and a half on the road. This is going to be a great opportunity for us to make or for them to help us by making them go that would put the Texans at 1 and 6, correct? Correct. We like that. Yeah, that would be amazing. The Texans, we talked about this off air last week. They had the uh, you liked the Cornell going for 2 to to win the game. I didn't really have a problem with it. I guess some people are up in arms about it. I, I actually I, I love it. I love the call and I I only wanted to bring it up because so many people are 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 bagging him for it and saying it was a terrible call. I do it in Madden all the time. You get that, you win the game. You don't, you're going to overtime. Like, and they still had to march down the field 
if you let that team march down the field to score the touchdown, you're telling me Derrick Henry's not getting that two-point conversion? That game was going overtime whether you kick the field goal or not. So the chance to win the game is a no it's a no-brainer to me. You got you got yeah. Deshaun and Watson. Say, Houston looks, yeah, they they look like a much better team. We kind of touched on this last week when talking about them as well. Um, but this is a huge opportunity for you know for for us Dolphin fans to see them fall to one and six. I hope the Packers uh, you know are are able to do that. Um, but the, the Texans do look like a much better team than they did earlier on in the season. Yes. Um, next game is Pitts, probably the game of the week: Pittsburgh Steelers at the Tennessee Titans. The Steelers are uh, one and a half point dogs on the road. I like. Actually, I don't know. I don't know. This one's this one's hard. This one's hard. I, I nothing's going to surprise me. I the tight. I I was like a Titans believer, and they they win, but they're not impressing me. Like in a lot of their wins, um. And but Pittsburgh, I, I think I can go with Tennessee in this one. All right, I'll take Pittsburgh. So that can be our second game. I'll right. take Pittsburgh. All right, you want to talk about the next this uh, Vegas. Uh, yep. So Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay Buccaneers, uh, the team that I was just uh, lauding for their excellent defense at the Las Vegas Raiders, four and a half point line. I the the Bucks are on the road. I don't know if you saw this, but the entire Raiders offensive line is on the COVID list. So their their entire starting offensive line. Well, this game has already been moved. It weird, but they moved it up. Well, it was a night. It was a Sunday night game, and they moved it to Sunday afternoon. They moved it up to take it out of the Sunday night, so they could move it to Monday or Tuesday if they have to. Oh, that's so they're they're going to move it back if okay. they have if they have to like they didn't want to not have a Sunday night game if this moved so yeah Got so it. they moved. I see I see that yeah. makes more sense I was wondering why they did that that makes well they their entire offensive line is on the COVID list so they're starting offensive line so I don't see how they don't move this game then um, but I like if it doesn't get moved I like the Bucks obvious for obvious reasons if the Raiders even if the Raiders did have their offensive line I probably still like the Bucks but. I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't feel like I can make a rational decision correct. because I've been so wrong on both of these teams in so many places. <laughs> correct. Jacksonville Jaguars seven and a half point dogs at the Chargers. The Jaguars have really come crashing down to earth since the Dolphins destroyed them on Thursday Night Football. Um, that line seems really high, but the Chargers are a much much better team than they are. So give me the Chargers. Uh, yeah. It, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I. I think if we don't come up with one, I might go with Minshew for the backdoor cover here, but it's not, I don't feel yeah. strong enough to not go through the rest of the games. Chiefs, nine and a half point favorites at Denver. I feel like that's kind of high, given that but Denver's the, not very the, good. The, Denver gets Noah Fant back this week, which I think makes a bigger difference than most people would realize. I don't know if you've watched them play, um, but when uh, uh, when when Fant is in there, Locke looks like a much better quarterback. I don't think the dog agrees with you. He might not. I don't know. I'll ask him after the break. So what do you think? I'm thinking it's hard to bet against the Patriot killing Broncos, <laughs> but uh, I don't see them doing two big upsets in a, in a week. So I'm going with the Chiefs. Okay. Um, the San Francisco 49ers, who are rejuvenated uh, at the New England Patriots. Still two and a half point dogs on Jimmy homecoming or Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo's homecoming to New England. I like the 49ers in this game. I have no idea. I have no this, this I have no idea. This is this when we find out if this New England team is for real or not? I think I 
you know what? I might I think take, so. I might take the Patriots just to jinx them into losing because if they if they fall to two and four, that would be that would be delicious. So all right, so you're taking the Patriots? Oh God, they're favored. Oh, they're at home. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Patriots. I think. All right, I'll take the Niners. I'm there. They're two and a half. Why no, not? I'm taking the Niners. You're writing. You're writing the Patriots down. I do that sometimes. 49ers plus two and a half. It's 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 hard to. I don't know why I don't just put in my picks, but I I write your picks in, so it's it confuse. I confuse me. All right, Seattle Seahawks, uh, three-and-a-half points favorites at the Arizona Cardinals. This should be a pretty good game, too. I, I like the Seahawks here, though. I think they're still the better team. I like, Yeah, this, the Cardinals are still they're weird in their hit-and-miss hit and ability. Um, the Seahawks' defense is terrible, so this will be interesting, but I'm not going against Russell Wilson. And they're coming off a bye, right? They didn't play last week, so. They did not. That is correct. So, yeah, I think I like the Seahawks. Like you said earlier, especially the in this NFC West, but these division games are always—they're always a little wacky. Who knows what to make of it? But but I'm going with the Seahawks as well. Yep. Uh, Bears at Rams is the Monday nighter. Rams favored by six. Finally, we get to see somebody maybe expose the Bears for what they are—the the best team in the happen. NFC. What's that? Expose them for what they are—the best team in the NFC. They are not. That is that is factually incorrect. Is it? Of what facts yeah, are you going by? Record? Oh. Oh, they did get a loss, didn't they? Yes. And they, yes, I think I think they get their second loss here. And I, I like the Rams to cover. So I'm very curious to see what to make since we play the Rams next week. I'm very interested in this game because the Rams were a team I was high on. I thought most people were underrating them and they were playing well. And then they get demolished by a 49ers team that we demolished. Well, they weren't demolished. Um, it was, it was. I mean, you know, they, it was a one-score game. It was 24 to 16. Um, granted, the 49ers were leading for, for most of it. Um, but again, th- these are division opponents. Um, and the 49ers aren't, they're a good team. Like, that's why it makes what we did to them that much more impressive, I think. But does that so, make us, a a, does that make us a great team? No, I mean, it, but it's it's an impressive one victory. Does or not does make, it? We have three our, victories. It makes our victory impressive. Three victories by huge correct. margins. Maybe, yes, three of them were, were twenty point wins. That's correct. Maybe we're great. Wow, what a what a strange season it's been. Maybe we're great. That's all I'm saying. So, are you picking the Rams or the Bears? Well, Rams? we already have three, so um, I'm going to take the Bears. You know what? I'm riding them. I'm taking those six points. All right. I'm seeing. Do do you want to change? Do you want to trade that out for any of the other games that we have? Probably the 49. Well, ah, who cares? No. Sounds good. Okay. So we were initially going to try and keep this to two segments, but we've, this one went way over, which is, which is fine. Um, well, do you want to come back for nonsense or do you just want to call it a show? Oh, we could, uh, I don't actually have much nonsense. You want to just knock the nonsense out right now? Yeah, let's just knock it out and be done. Sounds good. So have you you started um, Raised by Wolves yet? No, that's what I mean. I don't have much nonsense to talk about. I have not been been watching anything. I've been keeping the boob tube off. 
So no raised by wolves. So I'm about I'm on the ninth of tenth episode now. Um, it starts off excellent, and now it has gotten into this like it's in a very very it's kind of slowed down, and now it's just in like weird like now it's just gone like completely into like strange like very very strange hmm. uh, unexplored territory. Not saying it's not good. It's just different than uh, than the way it started. Um, definitely gonna finish it. Um, but yeah, it's not as not as amazing as I thought it was at the beginning. But I, I would still highly encourage everybody to watch it. Um, that's that's interested in that type of thing. Uh, what about uh, Lovecraft Country? Have you watched that? No, you see, I've been watching the Rays every night except for tonight for a very long time. That is time. true. They have been on every single night. So for me, I can watch TV after because the Rays are done by eight oh. o'clock. So I can. That's true. No, watch. they they keep me up late at night. So. As we mentioned in in the last week's podcast, uh, James and I are both uh, Tampa Bay Rays fans, and they are tied up with the Dodgers in the World Series. So um, I have been watching those. That's pretty. It's funny because I'm like, why haven't I been watching anything? Because I've been watching baseball. I think the only the other night the other night that they had off the off day between the was like a football it was a Sunday or Monday. And I'm like, well, I've got football to watch. So yeah, so yeah sports that's... have been packed in there, especially when like you had the hockey playoffs going on at the same time. Like it was, it was literally like every night. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's been, uh, th- yeah. The, the baseball play, the Rays have been, we touched on this in our last podcast, been just such a, such a tremendous joy to watch. Very, very happy to see them in this, in the world series. Um, and they, they looked great in game two. This is going to be a big, big game for them tonight. Do you think, uh, it's it's Charlie F and Morton against Walker Bueller, right? That's is LA's it tonight pitch. or tomorrow? I thought they had the. Uh, oh no, they were off last. Yeah, you're right. It's Friday. You're right. I love I like this. I love Morton. I think I mean Morton's to me our playoff ace. He's he's the guy I want to see out there more than anybody. As much as as much as I love Snell and Glasnow, like he's the guy who does it in the playoffs. Those other guys. Have yeah. Been... So glass now got, uh, he did, he didn't look, he looked, he's looked great at times. And then, uh, and then on, in game one, he was, he was clearly overthrowing. He was, he was all over the place. So um, yeah, he didn't, he was not as impressive, but Snell, how good was Snell for those first four and a two thirds? And then the wheels just completely came off. Yeah, he was, he, he was amazing. And luckily we got the win and I love in a big pivotal game three in a in a tied series that I love having Morton getting out going out there. Yeah, this is I did touch on it. They're going. He's going against Walker Bueller, who is LA's best pitcher. Um, if anything, it does side with us. At least the guys are righty. Uh, we tend to do better against them than the lefties. Um, case in point, Clayton Kershaw in game one. Um, but yeah, it should be. Uh, it, I, I'm excited, man. I, I would. I would love very much, obviously, to see them to see them win a World Series, and that would mean they took down the New York Yankees, the Houston Astros, and the Los Angeles Dodgers, which are the three highest payrolls in baseball. Um, would just be incredible, uh, just incredible to see. And who knows if we'll ever have a chance to see the Tampa Bay Rays in the World Series again? Um, so this is it's a special time for us. I mean, they'll be here next year. I hope so. Yeah. There's, so, there's... I just. Dynasty. You know, title time. time in the Tampa Bay area could be limited. This is title town. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Hey, the Bucks might make a real run at it too, which would be insane. It would be. But 
So uh, anything else on the, on the docket for this weekend? So if are there, I think there might be another off day where you might have a chance to watch some, uh, some, some television programming, Rob. No, I actually, um, in, in something that will only be interested to like 1% of the, of the, of our listening audience, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be Sunday I, morning. I'm going, going for a little ride and I'm going to pick up a new toy for the music studio here. I'm buying a, an old a Hammond B3 organ with the Leslie speaker. And again, oh, that nice. doesn't mean anything to a lot of people, but, uh, it's, it's, it's cool as hell and they sound amazing and I'll be very excited. Can you pick me up a headset with a mic on it while you're down there? Yeah, I probably should because uh, you won't. <laughs> I told you as soon as we get off, as soon as as soon as this show ends, which it is rapidly approaching, I am going to click order on the the headset that I had picked out last week. All right, well then let's wrap this baby up. We got a bye week. We're coming back next week. We're going to talk about Tua's first start. Oh my god, it's going to be insane. Tua time, baby. Thank you guys all so much. Enjoy the week off. Go Fins! Go Fins!